0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Welcome to World Weekly from the Financial Times. I'm James Wilson, the Europe News Editor. We're talking this week about France, and in particular the campaign to become the presidential candidate of the centre-right next year. On Sunday, François Fillon delivered a shock by taking a strong lead in the first round of an unprecedented US-style primary to choose the centre-right candidate. The surge in support for Mr Fillon ousted former President Nicolas Sarkozy from the race, and it left the long-time favourite Alain Juppé scrambling to try to overtake Mr Fillon in the second decisive round of voting this Sunday. Why does the primary matter so much? Well, the electoral maths suggest that whoever wins the primary has a very good chance of becoming the French president next year. The centre-right candidate would probably face Marine Le Pen, the far-right candidate, in the election's decisive runoff. It would be a similar situation to 2002, when voters from across the political spectrum voted for Jacques Chirac to stave off the far-right. But this year, at a time of rising populism in Europe and scepticism about the EU itself, that cannot be taken for granted. Joining me from France is anne Sylvain Chassani, the FT's Paris bureau chief. And in the studio, we have Ben Hall, the FT's world news editor and former Paris correspondent. First, let me turn to you, anne Sylvain. Can you just remind us a little bit about what kind of candidate François Fillon is and why his win in the primary was
1: such a shock? For months, polls had predicted a runoff between Juppé and Sarkozy. And in the last two to three weeks, all of a sudden, it became a three-man race. Paul um, indicated increasing support for Fillon, who had long been the fourth man in the race, and showed a surge right before the first round of the primary last Sunday. And on the day, the outcome was really uncertain. We didn't know for sure who Fillon was hurting more, Sarkozy or Juppé. We thought it would be tight, but we didn't expect this massive score, you know, 44%. And the massive turnout also, 4 million voters. And obviously we didn't expect Nicolas Sarkozy to be knocked out of the race. It was a shock.
0: And so what happens in the second round? Do we still think that Mr. Juppé can pull back the ground he's lost to Mr. Fillon?
1: It's going to be pretty tricky for him. I mean, anything could happen, right? I mean, that's the lesson of our times. But it looks very difficult. I mean, the numbers don't work. Juppé only got 28% of the votes. And Sarkozy, who got 25% of the votes, has endorsed Fillon. So in theory, Juppé would need to find an extra 1 to 2 million voters by Sunday to win. So it's basically very tough.
0: Now, you mentioned that François Fillon's victory was a bit of a shock, but he's not exactly an unknown quantity, is he? He's a very well-known politician in France. He's been a part of the political scene for many years, if not decades. Why did he manage to sort of appeal to the electorate this time around? What was his message?
1: Yeah, he's definitely a political survivor. He's, He's navigated politics for four decades. He was the youngest MP in 1981, held several minister jobs, was Sarkozy's prime minister for five years, He's a Gaullist, and he's emblematic of the well-off provincial bourgeoisie. You know, he's resonated with this French Catholic electorate. François Fillon is a practicing Catholic. He's socially conservative. He opposed gay marriage. He said he personally disliked abortion, for instance. And so he resonated with this part of the population who believes that France is on the decline, is declining, the values are being deconstructed by the left. You know, there's a lot of anxiety over values and a lot of anxiety over the economy. And Monsieur Fillon is the one who has developed the most radical free market platform among the candidates for the race.
0: Ben, but, turning to you, it is quite a free market platform, isn't it? I mean, Mr. Fillon has sort of expressed his admiration for Margaret Thatcher, for example. Now, that's not a message that's always gone down well in France. What's
2: making it resonate this time? Absolutely right. I mean, you you wouldn't expect to win an election in France by advocating Thatcherism. But he does seem to have made a bit of a point of it. And Fillon, when he was Prime Minister to Nicolas Sarkozy, famously declared in 2007 that he was the Prime Minister of a bankrupt country, which actually enraged Mr Sarkozy and the President slapped his Prime Minister down. But I think Fillon for a long time has actually felt that the French state is unsustainable, especially when economic growth is so mediocre in France. So I don't think this is a particularly new conversion, but he's certainly gone much further than most other French politicians have in recent years in moving towards a sort of free market, smaller state kind of policy. And I think the important point here is that if he wins the primary race, and then were to become president of France, he would actually have quite a positive mandate to shake up the economy. And for the first time, a president with a very clear idea of what he wants to do. There's a big if in there, of course, which is if he wins the election. Can you help us, Ben, put this
0: in the sort of wider context of where the fiance surge leaves the sort of betting, if
2: you like, for the outcome next April and May? Well, the polls always suggested that Alain Juppé, were he to be the centre-right candidate, would quite easily beat Marine Le Pen, partly because centrist voters and even left-wing voters would happily rally towards him and form what the French call the Republican front against the far right. Now, Fillon, if he is much more hardline on social issues and much more hardline on the economy, he might find it harder to rally the left he could also face challenges in the first round of the election. You may bring in other candidates, Francois Beirut, the long-standing centrist figure, or Emmanuel Macron could do better than expected. And then the question is, to what extent do those centrist and left-wing forces rally to the non-National Front candidate?
0: Yes, I mean, turning back to you, Anne Sylvain, it's obvious that the sort of socialists have a problem this year, isn't it? I mean, what sort of space opens for Emmanuel Macron in the current scenario, do you think? He's the former socialist minister who's sort of stepped aside from the party to run on his own account. What chance does he have in the current constellation of possible candidates, do you think?
1: I agree with Ben. I think he may find that a Fillon victory will leave him a bigger space in the center to grab. But I think the next step is really whether François Hollande, the socialist president, declares his intentions to seek re-election or not. And people close to him say that he's definitely tempted to run and that he feels that a Fillon nomination would increase his chances because he would be able to portray Fillon as the French Margaret Thatcher and rally the left. So people are telling me that he's going to announce that he will run beginning of December. This is going to make it very difficult for the left to qualify next year. But again, who knows, you know, everything is up in the air.
0: One thing that intrigues me, Ben, is that there's a European context to all of this. What kind of partner would François Fillon, assuming he does win, be for the likes of Angela Merkel, for example? You know, the Franco-German axis being so important to Europe. It matters outside Paris and outside France this election,
2: doesn't it? enormously. Most importantly, from a European point of view would be to obviously stop Marine Le Pen becoming president. Because if she did, it would lead to a breakdown in the Franco-German relationship, which is at the heart of European integration and rapprochement, if you like. I think Angela Merkel and many other European leaders will probably be quite happy with Francois Fillon. He's solid, fairly predictable. He has relatively... Integrity, you know, he hasn't been tarnished by political scandals or financial scandals and he clearly wants to shake up the French economy and the French state. The only thing is, is that Fillon is not a great Europhile, but maybe he's more in tune with the times in Europe right now. He is in some ways a sort of traditional Gaullist who's quite close to Russia and to Vladimir Putin, and he would probably tilt the balance in Europe towards a slightly more pro-Russian point of view. But I think, broadly speaking, in Europe right now, anybody would be relieved with anybody but Marine Le Pen.
0: There's some interesting international consequences there, Ben. Obviously, just turning finally to you and Sylvain, we've got to get past Sunday first. What chance, finally, is there that Alain Juppé can do anything now to shake things up and turn things around before the second decisive round of the primaries?
1: Alain Juppé is really trying to rally the liberals and the centrist by emphasizing his differences in his social values, and he's organizing a conference of female politicians, so he's emphasizing gender equality, uh, the rights of women. He's pointing out the pro-Russian angle of Monsieur Fillon, but it's going kind to of be difficult given the commanding lead Monsieur Fillon recorded last Sunday And I think the desire from this French right-wing electorate to vote for someone really who is in tune with their values. So it's going to be difficult.
0: Thanks, Anne-Sylvaine, very much for joining us. Thanks, Ben, for joining us too. That's it for this week. My thanks to Anne-Sylvaine Chassani and Ben Hall. World Weekly is produced by Fiona Simon. Till next week, goodbye.